Act Four of Mithridates by Jean Racine, translated by Robert Bruce Boswell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Four, Scene One, Monima Fodima. Oh, in the name of heaven, dear Fidima, do what I wish, see what is going on, and bring me word. My heart is ill at ease, torn by a thousand terrible suspicions. Why tarries Zephares? What holds him back now when his father's sanction crowns his vows? His father said that he would send him hither, but may he not have feigned, finding it needful to disavow the truth? While I disclosed my inmost heart, has heaven abandoned me and suffered my unguarded love to bring upon my lover's head the king's resentment? When thou, dear prince, with passionate entreaty didst urge me to confess my cherished secret, full twenty times I cruelly refused, and even punished thee for having torn the veil aside. Yet when thy sire perchance distrusts thee, when thy very life's in danger, I speak, and but too easily deceived point out the fatal spot to pierce thy heart. Nay, madam, treat the king with less injustice. He is too great to stoop to tricks so mean. What need was his to tread the paths of guile? Before him to the altar you were bound without a murmur. Would he slay a son so fondly loved? Nothing has passed to show his promise false. He told you that a scheme momentous must to-morrow take him hence against his will. This occupies his thoughts, and, hastening his departure, on the shore he orders all himself and mans his ships, while Zafaris accompanies his steps where'er he goes. Is this a rival's fury? What has he done to contradict his words? Yet Farnassus, arrested by his order, finds him a rival harsh and unrelenting. Will Zephyrus be treated with more favor? He punishes in him the friend of Rome. His just displeasure needs no other spur. I grant you right, and so far as I can believe you. Grief grows calmer while you speak. But Zephyrus still comes not. Why is this? Lovers expect too much. Fain would they have all things give way to feed their fond desires, chafing against the smallest obstacle. Who could conceive this marvel, Fidima, after two years of sorrow? Oh, you know how sore a burden. I can breathe once more. Dear prince, shall I indeed see thee, mine own? And so far from endangering thy life, may I admit a love so long resisted, as consonant with duty and with virtue? May I each day assure thee that I love thee? Oh, why comes he not? Scene 2. Monima, Zephares, Fadima. Of you, sir, I was speaking, and longing in my heart to see you here, to tell you... I must now bid you farewell. Farewell? Yes, madam, and for all my life. What say you? I was told... I have been betrayed. 
Madam, I know not what insidious foe has sought my ruin and betrayed our secrets, but now the king, whom Farnaches in vain tried to inflame against us, knows our hearts. He hides his purpose under mock caresses, but I brought up as I have been beside him, and grown familiar with his every mood, have read approaching vengeance in his looks. He sends away in haste all whom my woes might rouse to indignation and revolt. I see how forced and false are all his favours. Arbates, by a single word, confirmed my dread, and thus with tearful eyes dressed me. Save yourself, fly, said he, for all is known. This made me shudder at the thought of danger to you. Tis that concern which brings me hither. I fear what you may do, and on my knees entreat you to have pity on yourself. Your life is in the power of one whose rage too seldom spares the blood he holds most dear. I dare not tell you to what cruelty the jealousy of Mithridates oft impels him. It may be that I alone incur his wrath, and he will pardon you. Deign to appease him in the name of heaven. Do not provoke him by a fresh refusal. The less you love him, strive the more to win his favor. Hide your feelings, and remember he is my father. Be content to live, and leave my woe this solace, that your tears are all that I have cost you. Oh, this I have ruined you. My noble Monima, blame not your kindness for the ills that crush me. I am a wretch whom evil fate pursues. Tis she who robs me of my father's love, makes him my rival, made my mother rise against him, and has roused a secret foe at this disastrous moment to betray us. What is the traitor still to you unknown? To add to my distress, I know him not. Happy were I, if, ere my own destruction, I might transfix that false and treacherous heart. Then from my lips learn who this monster is. It needs not to search far to find your foe. Let not regard restrain you. Strike, my lord. The guilt is mine. Tis me you have to punish. You? With what depth of cunning cruelty he took my tender feelings by surprise. How well did he affect to love you truly. So pleased he seemed that I should be your bride. Who would have thought? But no, love should have been more cautious than to trust to specious falsehood. The gods whose guidance I followed ill thrice warned me secretly to hold my peace. I should have still kept silence and maintained, yes, it is I have been your evil fate. I should have dreaded that his gifts were poisoned, and should you pardon me, I shall become my own tormentor. Was it then your love exposed me to this storm? Springs bitterness from source so sweet, and has excess of fondness betrayed our secret? To have made me happy needs no excuse. What would I more? I die, faithful and proud. Another fate invites you to the throne. No more resist that summons. Wed Mithridates, and consent to reign. What? Do you ask me to espouse a savage whose hateful love parts you and me forever? Remember, you are pledged to be his bride this morning, and to see me nevermore. Oh, then I knew not all his cruelty. What? 
shall i lend my sanction to his fury and after i have seen his dagger pierce you follow a tyrant to the marriage altar and in a hand yet reeking with your blood plays mine alas the hand you love to hold go seek some shelter from your father's rage nor in vain efforts to persuade me lose the precious moments here the gods will teach me what part to play if he surprised you now i hear a step quick ere it be too late and live in patience till you learn my fate scene three monima fadima oh what a risk dear madam did he run it is the king go help him to make good his exit leave him not make him secure his safety without learning what befalls me scene four mithridates monima come madam come i have a secret reason for hastening my departure from this place while my devoted troops embark once more ready to follow me where'er i go come at the altar be my promise sealed let wedlock in eternal bonds unite us us sire you surely dare not hesitate did you not bid me cease to think of it i had my reasons then forget it madam think only now of answering my flame your heart remember is my property why then sire did you give it back to me what still enamoured of my faithless son you could not think have you deceived me then it well becomes a traitress to talk thus who nursing in her heart illicit loves when i was raising her to glory's heights the blackest treason had prepared for me have you forgotten false ungrateful woman worse than the romans my sworn enemies from what exalted rank i dared to stoop to offer you a throne little expected see me not as i am defeated hunted but as i was victorious and renowned think how in ephesus i you preferred to all the daughters of a hundred kings and for your sake neglecting their alliance laid at your feet innumerable realms ah if the vision of another love made you insensible to gifts so splendid why did you leave your home to find a husband you hated keeping silence till to-day did you postpone confession so unwelcome till fate had robbed me of all other treasure till whelmed beneath a flood of countless evils i had no hope of happiness but you and now when i am willing to forgive the grievous wrong and bury its remembrance dare you to bring the past before my eyes again accusing him whom you have injured i see infatuation for a traitor flatters your hopes gods how ye try my patience what was the secret charm that checked a wrath so prompt to punish with severity seize the brief moment that my love affords you come 
this shall be my last appeal nor draw superfluous perils on your head for one whom you shall never see again a son who scorns me boast not of your faith to him tis due to me let him be lost to mind as well as sight and henceforth by your sense of gratitude deserve this proffered pardon my lord not unremembered is the bounty that should have claimed my loyalist obedience whatever rank my ancestors attained of yore their distant glory dazzled not my eyes that recognize how far beneath so glorious a bridegroom i was born and in despite of early predilection for zephyrs the noblest of mankind after yourself when once this diadem my brow adorned him and my former love did i renounce for both agreed to make the sacrifice by my command he left me the secret flame was dying in my breast nor did my lot seem one to be deplored since at the cost of vows once fondly cherished i could bring happiness to such a hero twas you my lord twas you yourself who tore the bond between us set me free again that fatal love which i had crushed and conquered the flame i deemed extinguished and forgotten when he who kindled it was gone for ever your wiles detected and i cannot now disown what i confessed you cannot raise its memory the shame of that avowal to which you forced me will abide for ever present before my mind and i should think that you were always of my faith uncertain the grave itself to me were less abhorrent than marriage-bed shared with a spouse who took cruel advantage of my simple trust and to destroy my peace for ever fanned a flame that fired my cheek for other love than his is this your answer then do you reject the honour i would fain confer ponder it well while yet the choice is yours no sire tis vain to work upon my fears i know you nor am ignorant what woes i for myself prepare i see them all but i'm resolved and naught can shake my purpose judge for yourself since thus i dare to speak and in my zeal forget that modesty by which till now i ever curbed my tongue you from my hand unwitting took the knife to stab a son whose secret i betrayed a son whose passion bore no stain of guilt and though he only feared to lose your love his death must follow faith or love from me shall never reward such crooked cruelty let this decide your action slay a rebel you have me in your power spare not to use it you can command and i can wait the sentence i beg but one thing ere i take my leave justice demands this tribute to desert believe me the sole traitor no accomplice have i and full success would crown your wishes did i but heed the wishes of your son scene five mithridates she leaves me and in silence like a coward i seem to sanction her audacious flight my heart is almost ready to pronounce myself too cruel and to take her side who am i 
Is this Monima? Am I no longer Mithridates? Rage returns. No lingering love shall make me pardon her. Three wretched victims shall appease my fury. At once, ere I set sail with Rome before me, this sacrifice shall render heaven propitious. Tis right, tis easy, all the most seditious, who might have helped them have been far removed. No matter which I love or which I hate, first Zephyrus himself shall meet his fate. What am I saying? These are words of madness. Who is it thou wilt sacrifice? Thy son, the dread of Rome, who may avenge his sire? Why should I shed blood to myself so precious? Ah, fallen as I am, and brought so low, find I those friends too many who are left me? Nay, let me rather foster his affection. I need a sword of vengeance, not a mistress. Since I must lose her, would it not be better to yield her to this son whose life I value? Aye, let me give her up. A vain attempt that only shows how feeble is the heart which seeks its own deception. Still inflamed, it will not cease. Ah, hers is guilt beyond pardon, but pity checks my timid hand. Have I not punished others who were found less faithless? Oh, my Monima, my son, O oh, futile wrath! What triumph, Rome, were thine, if thou shouldst hear the tidings of my shame? And how conflicting feelings thus unman me! What pains I took, fearing domestic treason, to arm my life against all kinds of poison! By long and careful study I have learned how best to neutralize their fatal power. Ah, t'would have been a wiser, happier course, forestalling danger from the assaults of love, to fortify a heart already frozen by age, against passion's hot envenomed cup. How shall I escape these toils that close round me? Scene 6. Mithridates Arbates Sire, all your troops refuse to go, detained by Pharnassus, who has to them revealed that for fresh warfare you are bound for Rome. What? Pharnassus? His guards he first seduced, and the mere name of Rome alarms the boldest. A thousand frightful dangers they imagine. Some, in their vehemence, embrace the shore. Others, who were aboard, plunge in the waves, or flash their weapons in the sailors' eyes. Confusion reigns, our orders disregarded. Peace they demand, and talk of self-surrender, and Pharnassus, who flatters all their wishes, heads them, and offers in the name of Rome the peace they seek. Traitor, let Zephyrus be summoned quickly, let him follow me, and lend me succor. What he means I know not, but to the port he suddenly has flown, and, followed by a band of trusty friends, they say he has been seen among the rebels, and that is all I know. What news is this? Traitors! Too long has vengeance been delayed. I fear them not. Despite their insolence, 
My presence will put down this mutiny. Ah, let me only see them, and before their eyes this hand shall slay two impious sons. Scene 7. Mithridates, Arbates, Arcas. Sire, all is lost. The rebels, Pharnaces, the Romans, all are crowding thick around us. The Romans. Ay, the shore is full of them, and you will be beleaguered here full soon. Hence, then, in heaven's name. To Monima. Hear me, perjured princess. No profit shall you reap from my misfortune. End of Act 4